Welcome to the Transformation Church weekly follow-up podcast, where we get to follow up, break down, and discuss last Sunday's message. Our goal is to help create context and drive conversation to learn more about what God has for us. Now let's join our team as we gain deeper insight into this week's message. Hey guys, welcome back to the Transformation Church weekly follow-up podcast. I am your host, Justin Oswald. Yeah, you introduce and, and I'm the co-host. <laughs> you all just start that No, 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 no we don't do that. Yeah, why would you? We do, we don't no. do that. Uh, yeah, I'm your co-host, Brad Livingston. Hostesses, hostess with the most. I'm not a hostess. Hostesses, like plural. Host, not a hostess, but hosts. I think it's like hostist, like we're the best host. <sighs> Duh. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Duh. You've got Justin and I on the borderline of delirium today. The podcast on the podcast. John uh, Sap. Y'all got y'all got a lot going on this week. John, and, uh, John Sap's here. Oh yeah, John's here. Before we get into that, not hey, seen. Hey everybody. Good to have you, John. Uh, yeah, if you're watching, you can't see him. If you're listening, you will not know the difference. John's but. our version of Bobby Lee. <laughs> Bobby. <laughs> That was funny. I have a story to tell you guys. Yeah, no. uh, just kidding. I won't go there. That, I have no idea. It, we was uh, talking about it at lunch. It's a uh, yeah, John's art version of Bobby Lee. So uh, if yeah. you if you if you know what we're talking about, you laughed at that. If you don't, it's fine. So it's okay. It's not a yeah. big deal. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah, yeah. No well, FOMO here. So. What were we talking about? Uh, John was talking about how we got a lot going on this week. We'll be at Phoenix. <sighs> More specifically, Gilbert. Gil- Gilbert. It's like a small city outside. Here's of Phoenix. the thing with Phoenix. Phoenix has got a lot right there. Like Phoenix and Scottsdale and Tempe and Mesa, Arizona. Those are all like right there. Really? I don't know nothing about all that. What church, what church y'all going to? I don't know uh, about all that either. I, Literally? I think it's called, I mean, I can look. I forget the name of it. My mom asked me this at lunch. She texted me the other day. Then she asked me at lunch. My mom likes to be nosy. All right. Well, mom, if you're watching, all moms like to be nosy. My mom likes to be extra nosy. And so the problem is she oftentimes wants information I don't have. And well, there's that. Like in all fairness, I think a lot of people underestimate how much Justin takes off my plate at TC. Justin Central Christian Church. Central Christian Church. Central. Justin takes a lot off the plate at TC. One of the reasons we're able to do what we do is because Justin does what he does so well here well, at TC. I don't know. And so, <laughs> so, um, so oftentimes like the GLS this, this year we're going to aim to make the GLS a pretty big deal around here. Global uh, leadership, global, global leadership yeah. summit. Yep. We're going to be a host site. You can sign up for it. Big names across the world. When is that happening here? It's August. August. Yeah. yeah. So I was literally just talking to a group of pastors before I came here about it. Like the whole nine. Cause they were asking what we were flying to Phoenix for anyways. Yep. So we're going to make it a big deal. All I have to say is there's a number of things that we would do as a church that sometimes would fall on the lead pastor. Justin handles a lot of that for me. To the degree that a lot of times when it comes to a trip like tomorrow, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just uh, showing. I'm just getting on a plane tomorrow. And <laughs> well, like, that's, that's what we're doing. I mean, yeah. I'm doing too. I'm yeah, Justin's going. I just set up the yeah, He didn't set it up for me. He set it for us. He's going as well. Uh, but he like does the plane. I mean, like, I so... Yeah, my mom was like, "So what are y'all gonna do?" And I was like, "I, yep, yep." <laughs> I, I mainly, and it's also because like, I don't know. I it's just the way it's the way that I travel. That is so interesting. It's also hard to describe it. Like the, what I've been telling people is like we're going to like this conference. It's it's it's, it's, it's not, not a really conference. a conference. 
But that's the easiest way to. It's the easiest yeah. way. To explain. Is Craig Rochelle going to be there? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We, no, I mean, I don't understand how you uh, how you can think that way. Because for me, I'd be like, oh, "What are we doing? How are we doing it?" Well, like, yeah. You know, I well, just like to know those things. I guess. I the the thing for me is I know who, Justin is a very detail oriented person. And he's going right. as well. Yeah. So, so he's, he's going to know that, yeah. what he's well, doing because he loves to travel. Like, this well, no, is no, his yeah, vibe. For sure. So yeah. if this were someone else, you like, like if Jawan was scheduling this trip, I'd have way more questions. Even Jonathan. <laughs> if Jonathan <laughs> was scheduling this trip, I'd have way more questions. But we've also traveled together a lot. Me That's and Justin true. Have and Jonathan's going, with us. Jonathan's going with us. Yeah, too. PJ's going too. So um, yeah, I guess my questions wouldn't be questioning what we're doing. It's more so like... You know, just to find out what we're doing. Hey, what, what exactly are we doing? Oh, okay, cool. Like that, that kind of. Well, thing I'll tell that. you. So, um, we're gonna get there Wednesday at mm-hmm. uh one thirty or so in the afternoon. Right on. Go to the hotel. We'll have about f- three hours to kill. Um, which is kind of nice. So we'll probably get to the hotel. Like we'll have our laptops if there's anything we need to do I'm work wise. That's why you are. Um, you know, okay. that type of thing. And then um, so far. Uh, we'll they load the there's buses that load at like four forty five or something. Um, that take us everywhere. So we get on the bus and we're doing this dinner. There's a oh, big, there's a thing. big event yeah, yeah, yeah. space out in the desert somewhere called like Desert Foothills. It's like an event space that's like on a ranch or something mm. cool. So they said prepared for it to be like a casual. They kept using the word blue jeans. Like this is a dusty. It's like at a ranch in the southwest in yeah. Arizona. So yeah, don't come in no suit. Don't come in a suit. So it's going to yeah. be, and it's going to be cold that night. So it's going to be like in the 50s. Yeah. Colder. I mean, yeah. going to be in, cold. It's yeah. good. going to yeah. be in the 50s. It's nice. uh, so from what I can gather looking at some of the pictures because I was looking up online, but it's like, there's like fire pits. So there's, there's they bring everybody out there and they just do like a welcome, like dinner, pa- kind of like a party, like okay. a uh, type yeah, thing. Like a social. Like a social. Yeah. Um, huh. Last Sounds year good. when we went, so if anyone remembers when we went to Oklahoma City last year, mm. this is the same event, just different in- city. Yeah different kind of thing and it's a couple months earlier we went like in april i think i think covid kind of jacked it up last year i think so yeah so the the initial dinner last year was in this big place it was like banquet style we're all at table this is they're making making uh i guess the most out of where they're at which is kind of cool so it's like it's in and i've never been to the southwest so i'm looking forward to like the desert ranch yeah event thing type so that's gonna be wednesday night so it's pretty informal and then the day starts early on Thursday. Uh, we load buses at like seven fifteen, wow. um, and they the church is like thirty minutes away or something. So they take us to the church, and then we're part of some. They're filming something for the Global Leadership Summit, and we're the studio. We're the audience. Oh. We're like the live audience, so we get to see the. Sounds fun. We get to see the presentation, but we're part of the audience. Oh, nice. wow. Which is cool. So then there's that, that and then fun. that goes to lunch. And then after lunch, there's four breakout sessions. One is Albert Tate and one is Craig, Craig Rochelle, Rochelle. Uh, which will be like his his is a leadership Q&A. And then uh, we get to go back. That day's over. And then we have, we'll have we have Thursday night free, so we'll find dinner whatever somewhere. And then Friday starts early again. And it's kind of a same type of thing. There's a session and then uh, something with Judah Smith, which is what I'm excited about. I love Craig Rochelle. Saw him last year, so it's cool to see him again. But I love Judah Smith. Um, so Judah's doing this this thing, and then Craig Rochelle's doing the closing session. Is this live streamed at all? No, 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 no. Um, and then Craig Rochelle's doing the closing session, and we leave. We'll be done by lunch on Friday, and then we 
Uber to the airport, and our flight back is like at two forty-five Friday. So we'll be back Friday night. It's a short little trip. Sounds like a blast. It's gonna be cool. Sounds like the Craig Groeschel stuff. Anytime <laughs> he's ever there is like yeah, Craig Groeschel. I mean, incredible. it's worth going just to hear sure. l- some little nugget he drops. Yeah, yeah. And it's cool because we're a host site. Um, oh. We don't have to. We don't have to pay to go to this. Like it's all. It's all like I'm gonna use the word free, but it's prepaid. It's free essentially. Yeah, it's, it's free to us. It's free to us. So yeah. that's cool. Um, and we just had to. We just had to get ourselves there. You know, but thank goodness for points, right? Yeah, that's how we got flights. Yeah, <laughs> so it really is like a free trip. <laughs> yeah, we're all going to Phoenix for free. Yeah, much, so, so we'll take that. So um, I'm excited. I've never been out that way. I've never been west of Dallas, and I've only been to the Dallas airport. So I'm excited. Oh, right on there. Yeah, they say it's pretty nice. You never been to California or anything? No, I'm. I'm, I'm trying to. Had. I'm gonna try to go this year because my uncle and them and my cousins now live out closest to San Francisco. I'd like to go visit them and see it, but. I'm afraid if I'm there, it's like when that, you know, in the movie where they have the earthquake and the whole state just slides into like the 2012 ocean. or whatever that yeah. movie was. I feel like when I'm there, it's going to happen. Yeah. And then <laughs> I don't, That's really interesting. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> no, I didn't even think about it. Sounds like no. a six thing. No, no, no. I do want to go out there. It does. I have a line to six. It's a line. Um, you need Graham talk. No, so, so no, it's going to be a good little trip. So, I, I mean, I, I'm not, I mean, obviously, you. I know you haven't packed or anything. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> not a chance. I may have to watch. I couldn't find a shirt today. I was looking for. I may have to watch them close tonight. I mean, yeah, just a few, few. Uh, I'm taking one little bag. Clothes, yeah, one little bag on. and a book bag with my. Yeah, I think we learned last year. I think I, I think I overpacked last year because oh. I didn't know what to expect. The GLS, there's a lot of CEOs and big wigs that are involved in that conversation. So I kind of packed like two different wardrobes, not knowing what to expect. And then I got there, and I was like, oh, okay, this is it was pretty. Cool. We were in hoodies, I think. Yeah, it was freezing in Oklahoma City. When it we was really year. cold. Yeah, but um, it's gonna be pretty casual. Yeah, I, I'm I'm planning on it being pretty. I'm gonna be you know jeans the whole time and no doubt long sl- long sleeve shirt. You know jeans, jays, and long sleeve shirt jacket maybe. Yeah, sounds like a good time. It's gonna be fun. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. I, I'm sure we'll be ready to get back. But um, I like a little trip. I like a little, little travel. A little so trip. We'll pack. We gotta be at the airport early. The flight boards at six thirty. Yeah, to Atlanta, right? And then from Atlanta to Phoenix, if I remember correctly. I think so. If I remember correctly, <clears throat> I think so. I'm, you know, well, I, I'm pretty sure this is the first time you're hearing about it. So, <laughs> no, we talked about no, it. No, I yesterday. sent y'all the boarding passes. <laughs> we talked about it yesterday. I think. I no, yeah, it. it is. I, I'm really. I'm. It's so funny, man. Like uh, most people, like underestimate it about me. So it's so funny. I, people see me two different ways. So they see me as a leader and they really think I just don't like, I'm very nonchalant as a leader. They couldn't be more wrong. Um, like in this space, I'm very, but, but like as a pastor or just like, I think as both a, like as just our, like the, as the person leading this organization, I think people think I'm very nonchalant. Like I don't that aren't in leadership. Right. Like just like, yeah. John is clarifying. Cause that couldn't be further from the truth. Um, I'm not very, I'm, yeah, right. Pretty, yeah, uh, I have opinions. Um, <clears throat> so they think that I'm either, you know, very, like, nonchalant about that. Because, like, when people, if they only see me on Sundays, 
Sure. I yeah, don't. I could, yeah, makes Sundays, sense. I'm not. You know, our team is incredible, so I don't have to stress out on Sundays, right? So, um, and then if something does go wrong on Sunday, it's not because somebody forgot something. Usually, it's like something that's out of everyone's control. There's nothing you can do about the internet turning off or whatever. Like, there's nothing you can do. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah. Um, things like seem like nonchalant or whatever, and, and that's not the case. Um, or the people that do lead with me know that that is not the case yeah. and would be shocked to know. I like even the question you asked earlier, like I think you get people like you and Lydia and Phaedra and like people that are leaders in the church would be, would be shocked at how uninvested I am in travel plans. Like when it's not, when it doesn't have to do with this, when it doesn't have to do with the church, I don't care at all about, most things like, <laughs> like it's so funny. Not me, I do. Like when it when it comes to travel plans, that that is that's the reason why I was like, that's yeah, very interesting. Considering I've seen the other side of what, like how much you actually care about a lot of things. <laughs> yeah, so, no. When it's like, um, whenever we're like stepping away from the space, yeah. like I, family vacation and stuff, they're like, "What do you want to do?" I'm like, "I don't care. Yeah, I don't uh, care about this. I don't care about that. As long as the decisions are like competent, I." <laughs> I could care less. So yeah, it's pretty that's the problem. It's pretty. <laughs> you don't know that they are. Well, that's fair. I mean, so a lot of times I've just like resolved to not care. So, anyways, well, is that. that talking about me or anything? But yeah, I, I don't. So yeah, <clears throat> when it comes to this, like Justin's got it on whatever. So and Justin, this again, like this is your vibe, traveling Ooh. and like e- making sure that like. You get to experience all the things you want to experience. That's like, well, yeah, and I, like, I'm gonna, yeah, definitely. You know, you know, I want to get there. Like, I'm not gonna be late. You know, so it's like, if you're going with me, you're not gonna be late. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, I'm gonna yeah, make sure right, we get there. Right. That type of thing. Yeah. Y'all carpooling together? I'm probably not as early as it is. Oh, okay. No, I mean, no, no, no. Come no. to the airport? Yeah, it'd be five thirty. Ash dropping off. Yeah, I just know the last time that you, uh, you know, that one time that you got there late. Brad was a little. A little late for the last one. Well, you know, that did happen. Just don't want that same thing to happen to you again. No, it's not going to happen. I can promise you that. <laughs> did you get your TSA pre-check thing again? Uh, there's no more appointments. I know. I took the last one. <laughs> there's no more. <laughs> yeah. I looked at it the other day. Yeah. Does that, like, get you through it a little faster? Is that, is that yeah, what they, they the set it up security now? Line. It ain't going to do you no good this trip. No, it won't do you no good this trip. But I was just thinking about it. Anyways. Well, yeah. she's still with us. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We just talked to each other. So the so the message on Sunday was uh, very good. Yeah, we did that. Imagine. Uh, Take your place. What was it called? Take your Take place. place. Oh, commitment day is what I was going to Commitment day, yeah, yeah, yeah. Take your place was the name of the message. We did it on commitment day for the Imagine campaign. A whole lot of uh, things there. Man. There's yeah. a lot going on that day. It was good, Bill. It was good. It's very I mean, good. We've, we've uh, catch everybody up if you don't know. You doing the Imagine campaign. Number one, where you been? Yeah. Uh, number we're, two, we're kicking off the Imagine campaign. You can join us right now, actually, if you want. If you've yet to turn in your pledge or your commitment card, uh, we want to ask you to pray about doing that. I believe the Lord already. I believe the Lord wants you to do it. What He wants you to pledge, I think you need to be praying about. Um, you know. And, and one of the conversations we were having earlier, Justin, like yesterday, that I think is good to like just kind of bring up, was like, 
you know, I think sometimes people, whenever you go into a campaign, they start thinking about giving, like when they think about what they're going to pledge or what they're going to give, they do it from the context of like, well, I make this much money. This is what my bills are. This is what I have left over. I can afford to give blank. Right. But you were saying yesterday, like that, that it's important that people start thinking about that a little differently, more on a sacrificial level. How we like you were unpacking that yesterday, and I thought it would be good for like people to hear. Yeah, in our meeting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just um, I do think that's just our our tendency. You know, a human tendency is to, you know, look look at what you you know from income. You know, how much you got left over. You know, make make a pledge. But, um, you know, when we really start looking into the purpose behind the campaign, and I don't mean the purpose of raising the money because we're doing an expansion. I just mean, ultimately this is about generosity and things like that too, ultimately. Mm-hmm. But, um, being more sacrificial, you know, um, and that's how I, I, I came to that because I did it in my, in my line of thinking when I was trying to figure out what I wanted to pledge, mm-hmm. you know, first I was like, well, you know, but even when the creative giving stuff that we had, which is all on the website, all the information about imagine is on our website, but even the creative giving, I mean, when you really look at knowing that I eat out a lot and stuff like that, knowing that like one meal a week over three years, you know, one meal a week over 156 weeks is a significant amount of money. So even if I wanted, if I could afford quote unquote afford a $5,000 pledge. Right. If I just sacrificially, and it's, is it that much of a sacrifice to give up a one eating out meal a week or a Starbucks or whatever? At the end of the day, that number is so big, you you know, so if you can afford five, but will not eat out once a week for 156 weeks, you really could, you really could pledge about eight grand. Yeah. And that's that's where, that's a, that's a big, that's a big increase, you know, like that's over the three years. Yeah. 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 Just kind of clarifying that. Cause like some, sometimes they don't <clears throat> always hear the three year thing and they're like, Oh, uh, to give $8,000 on. No, 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 know, no. It's over three years. Over I heard somebody years. talking about it the other day. I had to clarify that for yeah. them. And, and yeah. whether that's, and we're not monitoring how you do that. Like you can do a weekly, monthly, you know, and annually, someone, whatever. It's, it's someone your, talked about like they're giving like a third of their tax income or their right, tax. Right. Uh, right. What's it called? A uh, refund. Tax refund each. So, each so that's, year. that's your business. But what I was getting at is just, even if you looked at your your finances and you're like, okay, I can do five thousand over three years, right? Or even let's say you do more ten thousand over three years, yeah. But you didn't look at the creative giving and say, well, I do hit up Starbucks twice a week. And listen, go get your Starbucks once a week. Treat yourself, like. But if you gave up one out of those two at that five bucks plus a meal a week, I think what it is, what is it? Twenty, can you look right twenty now? a week comes out to three thousand one hundred twenty dollars, right? So. Over the and, three and in that sheet, it's like if you did the Starbucks and one meal a week, the eating out, yeah, that totals like seven thousand dollars. Yeah, so that's a lot of money or something. And I could have the numbers off a little yeah, bit, yeah, but yeah. um, but again, even at twenty bucks a week, that's another three grand. So if I was gonna pledge five, I can pledge eight. Is what I'm getting at. Yeah, and that's not doing the other stuff. That's yeah. just a meal, right? There's other ideas, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So at the end of the day, I was like. If I can pledge, if I if I can pledge ten, I can pledge thirteen. If I can pledge five, I can pledge eight. Just doing one meal a week at twenty bucks, right? You know, so that was how I started trying to figure out what like my real 
my real pledge is because there's a bit of a sacrificial. And at the end of the day, you can make the argument is like, is it that much of a sacrifice for me not to go out to eat once a week? It's not, you know, like let's 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 just be real, you know. Yeah. Now imagine yeah, yeah, somebody sure. really taking a sacrifice like that says a lot, you know, really saying we're going to set aside this or we're going to forego that because we believe God's asking us and calling us to do this and to be a part of this mission and part of this vision. Right. That's right, a big right. deal. And that's what I think the, the sacrificial part is. Um, yeah. So, you know, and I think, I think we may be encouraged as this goes on too, that, you know, your, your pledge can change. Yeah. yeah. You know, you start seeing God move and bless or whatever. It's yeah. Like, and you, you start know. giving a little bit more as, yeah. as it goes, you know, mm-hmm. you so. may, maybe you thought you could only do 30 or 40 bucks a month and you start making some sacrifices. You realize, look, we can do, you know, we can do 60 bucks a month, you know, yeah. that $20 a month over 36 months. How much is that? If you did, if you did 60, 60 months comes out to like nine ninety three hundred 9,300 over 36 months, not 156 weeks. Oh, sorry. Yeah. yeah. What'd you say? 36, 60 by 36 months. Oh yeah. Yeah. 2160. That's a yeah. lot. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's a lot, you know that, and you add that by, you know, the, how many households and families in our church, like all that just starts to really add up. Yeah, well, I think that's a, I think that's a big thing. Is <clears throat> a lot of times, you know, like we mentioned on Sunday, like we had sixteen families step up and give a little under four hundred thousand dollars, pledge, a little under four hundred thousand dollars just from sixteen families, and that's like super encouraging as a pastor. But sometimes for other people that sit out there, it's like, man, I'm not, I can't, you know, I'm not in thirty thousand right. dollars over three years. You know I mean, they're just not in that that financial category. The big thing to understand is, it's like, well, that's you don't have to be. You know what I mean, like. Like like Justin's saying, you know, eight or ten grand over three years is doable for most. For I would say most, that may not be fair, but a lot of people, it is very doable. Um, and your th- your three, five, seven thousand dollar pledge, um, you know, when thirty, fifty, or a hundred people do that, well, here's in really good shape. You know, I don't know. Are you ready to give any numbers out? Um, sure. Uh, for where we currently are, yeah, yeah. So, um. The average pledge, based on how many pledges have come in, how many households, the average pledge is just over nine grand. Yeah, wow, that's, that's a, pretty good. That's pretty good. So yeah. yeah, so we're we're I mean, we're think- at we're at seven hundred eighty thousand in pledges. Yeah, wow, which is over half. Yeah, you know, and some of the some people will tell you um, that if you can get half of your goal pledged before you start it's a good indication indicator you'll hit the goal. I was talking to someone yesterday who is friends with another pastor at a church here in town, a big church mm-hmm. uh, that has familiar with campaigns and yeah. they've done big campaigns, seven, eight, nine million dollar stuff. And um, it, he was encouraged when he heard how now it's a lot to us, but in the big scheme of things for a lot of churches, it's a small, like 1.2 is a small amount relatively c- compared to a lot of people. So when he yeah. heard it, all we were trying to raise over three is 1.2 and how, when he was told how much we had already had pledged, he was like, his response to the guy that was telling me this was, Oh, y'all will hit that. No problem. Oh, wow. Hit your goal. No problem. Mm-hmm. If you got that much pledged, going into, you know, so, I mean, we we're almost $800,000 out of 1.2 pledged. Yeah. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah. And, and, you know, my, my big invitation <clears throat> to a lot of people out there is to, you know, for those of you that are part of TC and you haven't pledged yet, get oh, those yeah. into us because, you know, we're, we're, we've got 
some big things churning and, you know, decisions to make and conversations to have. And, and we want to get those pledges in so that we can kind of get that ball rolling, especially coming into March 6th, which is Celebration Sunday, which is when we start giving. And, and here's the thing. These pledges aren't binding contracts, but they do help us plan. Yeah. So if you're a part of TC, and even though, even if you know you're going to participate but haven't yet, and then have questions of, I wonder when they're going to start. I wonder when they're going to tell us about this. We're, we need you to be able to make the plan so we can plan, yeah, you know. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah, like, sure. um, <clears throat> you know, don't hold up progress. It's yeah. kind of would be my plea at this point is, um, yeah, you know, go. God is God is speaking to the families of TC about this. So have that conversation with him because he's speaking right now. Yeah, I don't absolutely. know, you know, it's like yeah. he will answer. Ask and he will. Yeah. Answer. So like, if you yeah. haven't got yours in, um, we're asking you to go ahead and do that, uh, just so we can get our planning down and can kind of start moving on some of this. You know, at the end of the day, we we want to start moving. Um, and so it's exciting though. But I, you know, looking at some of those numbers was uh, I mean, that almost eight hundred thousand. It's uh, pretty pretty good. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and we'll say this for the people that are part of TC watching. Because uh, I'm gonna, me and John are gonna work on a way to get uh, this information, like easily give this information out. But um, your pledge information is in your account. If you have the Church Center app, yep, and you click in the top right your picture where you, like it says my giving. If you go into my giving and all your giving info there, it also says my pledges, and it'll show you your pledge amount that you gave the card. Um, and then as you start giving, it'll show against that. So if you pledge 10 grand and you do 50 a week, every week, it'll show you how much you've given towards your pledge. And then it'll also will show you where we're at as our goal as a whole, the whole goal of the whole church. Yeah. So all those numbers are there for everyone to see where we're at on our goal but total, then how, yeah. total and then where you're at on your goal for your pledge is in your personal it's account. in your, in your account. So, yeah. um, if you turned a pledge card in, you probably got an email. Uh, it might have said it was from me because I was I was the one putting them in, but I was putting them all in for everybody's accounts and stuff. So you, it, it sends everyone an, an email thanking them for their pledge and how much and the the, the three year period and all. This. So it's kind of cool. The system the system we have really works great for this kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So yeah. No, it's good. It's exciting. That's good. And you know, one of the things we've added since Sunday is the digital commitment card. Yeah. If, yeah. So, so you can go to our website. Uh, transformationchurch.com click imagine and then um if you want to make your pledge uh even like you're hearing us today and you haven't done it and you don't have the actual card you can do it on the website um there's a digital version so it'll you'll see the button says make make your pledge um you can click that and and uh that comes to me and um and only yeah only that, that comes to me and i'll see it and then i'll get it put in for your account and all those things so um but all the information about imagine there's some some uh great stuff on like creative giving and things like that if you just want to see some of that it's all there um so yeah yeah man and then what we did not talk a lot about but i think it may be in this format is is non-cash non-cash donations and non-cash assets you know if you um especially if you're a little Older, older than us, you know, specifically. But if you're if you're over seventy, and you have any IRAs and stuff, you start getting to a place. What, what happens is, at some point in life, people get you know you buy some IRAs or you start investing in an IRA. But then you may work somewhere where you have a pension or your four hundred one k or whatever, and then you retire. And some people even for maybe you didn't forget, but you know the IRA is so secondary because your retirement kicks in. 
401 k kicks in at 65 your social security kicks in so you have this income coming in and your ira still sitting there but you do hit an age where you have to start pulling from that yeah and taking the disbursements or you have some penalties like tax penalties Mm -hmm. so it's it's there are there are people that can hit that 70 age where they don't really need the iras but they got to do something with it it's a great opportunity if you if you had that in wanted to donate it like don't liquidate it and donate it just don't we can work out where it donates straight to us and there's some tax benefits for you individually especially people that may need some you know tax benefits so that's there um there's obviously things like real estate stock donations someone called yesterday asking about some uh stock donations nice so we can do that um you know cryptocurrency that's not as big you know in, in this type of thing but um, if you had crypto, um, stocks is a big one, mm-hmm. stocks, bonds, things like that. Yeah. Um, just anything like it could be super creative, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, Sunday, we, you know, we talked about <clears throat> this idea of taking your place in history, Yeah, you know, and, and that's such a big, all of this is part of the same conversation, you know, is it's like, you know, I, I, I think, um, I think particularly our generation, our generation being millennials, maybe boomers, I don't know, but definitely millennials and Gen Zers and so on, you know, is, is we've all been kind of programmed to live for the now and, and not necessarily to live for the future in particular, but also for after we're gone, you know, to, to build a name, yeah, that's you know, for ourselves, um, not for the sake of ourselves, but to have your name on something, you know, like when we're gone, you know, what are we going to be remembered for? You know, a dope Instagram account or, you know. It's like the idea of legacy. It's, yeah, it's a legacy conversation. You know, it's like you got, you need to be, I don't want to stand before God one day and all I had to show for it is 10,000 Instagram followers or whatever. Like, you know, I, I, I didn't commit to making serious impacts on my community, on my city, in my church, serving, giving, you know, doing all those things, um, a life of sacrifice, you know, like, um, we want to be known for more than that. And so taking our place in history to put our name on something and say yes to sacrificing and being part of something, part of something big, you know? Um, and so we jumped into Joshua six on Sunday and we were talking about the walls of Jericho. That was the <clears throat> basic premise of what we were talking about. And, and as we were unpacking that, you know, we kind of, talked away a few, through a few things. One of the biggest things we talked about on Sunday was the idea that shutting up the walls to keep what you have blocks you from receiving what God has for you. Yeah. You know, we, if again, we say it every week, you can go back and listen or watch the sermon, but, um, you know, to really get a grasp on what all was being communicated. But, um, you know, I brought PJ up on stage and I handed him a ping pong ball. And I was like, here, you can keep holding on to this, but you got to hold on to it with both hands and you, you know, don't let it go. And then I tried to toss him, you know, a basketball. Right. And he couldn't catch it because he was holding on to the ping pong ball, you know, and kind of helping people understand. Like, I think at the end of the day, a lot of people can't catch what God's trying to give them because they're holding on so tightly to what they have. Mm-hmm. And it's like, man, what if we held a little loosely onto what we have so that when God says, hey, I want to give you this, but to give you this, you got to let go of that, we would be far more inclined to, to do that, you know, but that's just a faith thing. But, you know, letting go of what we have to get what God has for us is worth it. Right. You know, so it's good. So, yeah, so we, we talked through that, um, you know, and 
Um, so then we read through through Joshua 6, how they were marching around the city, you know. And so God tells them, march around the city. You're going to march around it for six days. On the seventh day, you're going to march around seven times. You're going to blow the trumpets, and you're going to shout, and the walls are going to come down. You're going to take the city, right? And, and uh, you know, the other thing that we talked about on Sunday, um, you know, it's kind of what I think a lot of us do. It's like how we how we constantly feel like what we have is inferior compared to what we're being asked to do. Mm-hmm. It's like, I mean, I don't know, this isn't enough or this isn't good enough or whatever, you know, like we kind of made the joke on Sunday where it's like, all I got is a shout. Like if I had the Rams horn, I would feel a lot better. About right. This. And the guy with the Rams horn is like, if I had a sword, I'd feel a lot better about this. And the guy with the sword's like, if I had a cannon, I'd feel a lot feel better a about it. Right. It's like, no matter what you have, it never feels like enough for what God asked you to do. Cause he always asks more of you than what you're currently capable of. Cause now you got to trust him. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Um, you know, and what you have is always enough to do what God is asking of you. That's what we mentioned on Sunday. Um, you know, and so the trumpet sounded, they raid the city, you know, and understanding that faithfulness with what God, faithfulness with what we have is the key to God providing what we need, you know, and sometimes we're looking for provision to be faithful with instead of being faithful with what we already have. Right. And I think that's the big thing that God's asking of all of us, you know, um, so. It's applicable in a lot of areas of your life, but, you know, it's applicable yeah. for us as a church right now with everything going on. It's applicable for the people in our church. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's applicable in all these areas of life, but mm-hmm. it's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and it's easy to talk finances. I think it's very applicable in your, in finances. Yeah. But it's not just that. But No, certainly not. I mean, know? we talked about that on Sunday. It's like, this has to do with your marriage and raising your kids. Right. And your career and your right, schooling right. and whatever, like whatever, like being faithful changes everything, you know? So, so yeah. So we talked through all that and on Sunday, and again, you go back and watch it. It was you know, there's a video in there about TC, you know, for the Imagine campaign, just how TC's impacted people and so on and so forth. Uh, yeah. really what we're, what we're doing and continuing to impact people is part of this yeah. whole mission. Raising $1.2 million. <sighs> we can expand this facility. And not take on. Not take on any debt. That's the goal. Yeah. If we can raise took, the 1.2. And maybe it needs to be said just so it doesn't seem like. The the money is going to come in over two years, but we're hopefully going to three years. We're, uh, three years. But we're not going to start building till the money. It's not that we're not we're going to wait to expand until the money comes in. So we are yeah, going to we are yeah. going to take on additional debt to make the expansion. Then as the money comes in, it pays that debt back down over three years. Over we three will not years have yeah. to where we're currently at. So essentially, we'll get this big expansion with the same mortgage that we currently have. Correct. It's, it's kind of how it's going to happen at the same time. So yep. we will start. The expansion, hopefully in three years, I would think we'd be done done. by it. Um, But we're we're not waiting till we get the. So we are taking on a little bit additional debt to start, and then as the money rolls in, we're making monthly, Mm -hmm. making monthly payments to the principal payments to the debt as as it comes in. If we're not done in three years. I'm gonna go buy some bricks and just start putting them on the ground myself. Well, you That's know, I, I, I think I think we all like at that it. point just pitch in to figure out how we can make this happen. I mean, yeah. maybe, maybe shoddy. Hey, we're work, not but. done in three years. I'm firing somebody and hiring someone else, and I don't mean Justin. I'm talking about like a contractor. I mean, or even, something. Like, yeah. Well, I mean, I think even Pastor Dan would allow that. He'd be yeah. like, "No, we're getting this done ourselves." Yeah, right. right. Pastor Dan's out there like yeah. on a boom lift or something. I just yeah. can't wait to knock down that third building. I, oh, when we start seeing great. that happen, yeah. it's gonna look really cool. Oh, it's gonna be great. I'm excited. Yeah, you know. big changes. It's going to be fun. 
Yeah. Did y'all see the back with all the? I cut? did, bro. They did it a looks great clean. job. It looks clean. Yeah. I didn't realize how deep that corner was. Yeah. Yeah. Until, until, yeah, until they cut it all yeah. down. We, like, wow. our back our back property line on the back of the building um, was really overgrown, so we had our lawn guy had a buddy that come in with his. I didn't see it, but apparently some type of serious mulcher. Yeah, they were back trimmer. there for a, a while doing it, but yeah, mm-hmm. but. The good. corner of our property was so overgrown and in. I didn't know how deep it was. Like, yeah. we could have used that space when we had the uh, fall festival. When we run out of parking space. No doubt. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No doubt. That would have set you know another thirty cars in there. <laughs> Seriously. Seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, that was cool. That was cool. Yeah. So we did that, trying to just clean up a little bit. You know. Anyways, what we got? Anything today? Getting some dumb questions. Oh, you just know it. <laughs> there we go. Questions for Justin. All right. First we question. To, we need to like put like a little. We need like a segment introduction. A segment introduction. If animals could talk, which species would be the rudest of them all? Oh, man. <laughs> what does that do? How would one know that? <laughs> just based on their temperament. I mean, I feel like cats are pretty big buttholes. Oh, dude, cats are the worst. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I feel like domestic cats got a bigger attitude than, like, lions and cheetahs and stuff. Yeah. I, I'd have to agree with that. I'll tell you all about the cats that live in my backyard. No, we discuss we, that. We have a couple of them in ours, too. Oh, my gosh. They get in from the them from the fence and they, they go hide. Are they, like, the wild? I, I think that they are literally growing up underneath my back porch. Eli jokes and it's like, bro, you have cats now. And I'm like, don't start with me. Hey, they might keep the rodents down. Yeah, true that. Was this after both of your dogs had passed? So they, I I think they were like, boy, they were like kitten kittens like last year. Oh, okay. Where'd they come from? I have no idea. Uh, I yeah. think they just started like chilling. Under, they were in our bushes at one point, like a uh, year yeah, ago. You just gonna let them stay or what? You feed them? The, I, Ashley feeds them. Oh no, they're not going. Well, that's why. Y'all, I know. That's why y'all have cats now. <laughs> <laughs> no, Ashley has cats. Y'all have cats. Yeah. Now. At one point, like, when we had that cold snap, was like three weeks ago. Outdoor cats. She was like, I think I need to bring them into the sunroom. I said, not a chance. No. They're, they're fine. I'm telling you right now, they're no, fine. No, they're fine. You know how I know they're fine? Because they're animals. Yeah. <laughs> and there's millions of squirrels and deers and otters yeah. and whatever possums. Well, I mean, like, I know that animals get acclimated. You know what I mean? Like, if yeah. you have a dog. Those cats ain't acclimated, though. But they're not. That's what I said. I said These cats aren't you acclimated. You bring them in, you just acclimated yeah, them. Yeah, now they're overheated inside. No, yeah, we're not no, doing no, that. No, no, yeah, no. not doing that. So, Ashley has some cats in the backyard. I think um, cats would be pretty rude. Um, you know, I feel like I feel like a horse sometimes could get a little bit of an attitude. Yeah, you know? I feel like a horse has got an attitude because people are stupid. Yeah, like I feel like a horse just chilling isn't mad, but you start trying to like, and I, you know, I feel like gorillas don't look too nice. Like Ooh, they might have yeah. something to say. You know who I feel? You know what animal I feel like you would maybe put on that list, but I feel like could also not be a jerk, like a crocodile or like an alligator. I feel like a crocodile alligator could be like sarcastic and funny. Yeah. Like, I don't know why. I just feel like if he could talk, it'd that's, be like, this is possible. the dumb conversation. <laughs> <laughs> this is the worst. This is all um, like I, hypothetical. I don't know. I don't know. I wouldn't. I don't know. I feel like, no yeah, idea. I feel like they would be witty and sarcastic. No, clue. I feel like I would hang out with them. I feel like snakes would be pretty, Ooh, pretty yeah. rough. No, that's not an animal. Only one has spoken what? over this. I mean, it's an animal, but it's like a reptile. Spoken, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. What? What? <laughs> I'm so confused by what you're saying. <laughs> you said a snake, right? 
Yeah, he was yeah. just talking about He's, an animal. It's, and it's like a red, yeah. a I know. It's, it's not like an animal. It's an like, animal, but I was thinking like a, a not mammal. Like a mammal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Got yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the only one I can think of that could probably be that What way. do you think whales would be like? I think whales are chill, bro. Yeah? I think like whales Cheech and Chong. Chill, like whales bro. just out there like... Swimming yeah, around. Like the Finding Nemo. Like. So, <laughs> yeah. so the, now the underwater animals are talking too? <laughs> yeah. They're, yeah, they're all animals. They're all animals. How does that even work? <laughs> I, don't I don't know. I no, mean, I, whales and dolphins so do kind of talk. I know this is more of like an insect, but ants? Ants are little jerks, man. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think they got I'm a little Not in the movie insect. they weren't. Okay, well, okay, mister, I don't watch any Disney movies. Well, this is all make-believe right now, so. <laughs> Actually, I think it was DreamWorks. It was. It was DreamWorks. But yeah. they have A Bug's Life, which is a, it was just Disney, so. You sure about that? Yeah. 100%. I, I have no doubt you're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just saying, like, I, think, I I don't think you're wrong. Yeah, Ants is DreamWorks. Hmm. Okay. Which is now owned by Disney, I think, so it doesn't really matter. Disney's but. like a conglomerate. All right. You want the next question? Go ahead. If you could merge two different animals to create the ultimate animal, what two animals would it be? Gosh. And what would be their product? What does that mean? Like, what would what would you call the the new animal? Well, they already have a couple of them out there, right? Like a deer, bro. They have like ligers. <laughs> Liger. Let's from Napoleon Dynamite. Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah. Isn't that? But that's a real thing, though, right? And, like, well, I think they breed like I think some person. certain types of jungle cat you can merge yeah, together. Yeah, like, like cat, like cats. You know what I mean like. Yeah, I don't think I have like a deer bro running around though. Maybe. Where did zebras come from? I feel like I've seen. I feel like I've seen a zebra hybrid. Is a zebra not a horse? It's not. It's a kind of horse. It's 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 an African horse. It's like a donkey. That's kind of a horse. They're similar. It's like the. It's like well, you mix. They mix. You know, like a mule is a mix between a donkey and a horse. Is it? Those are things. Yeah, I don't know if mule is. A mule might be another word for donkey, but there's a mix between a horse and a donkey. Yeah, but. I thought a donkey was a mix between a horse and a mini horse. Well, <laughs> <laughs> like small, I medium, mean, large. They're, like, they're different. No, no. I don't think <laughs> so, though. I, I think, think he's right, though. I, I think, think the mule, because like, they, they all have like a weird reaction like with their voice. They all have, like, you know, like that. <laughs> what is that? Mules do that more than that horses go? do. Horses, like, have the neigh, you know, like, you know. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? What? Sure, but zebras are like a type of horse, right? Zebras are a cousin to a... a you know, American horses, first of all, weren't from America. We, the Europeans brought them. They're from Portugal and Spain. We, is that true? I don't know. America didn't I, have its own horses? I, no, I, horses. No. I, I don't know about that. Because oh, my fake history dumb? books have told me that the Ameri- the Native Americans had horses. Brother, yes, I've, the Europeans brought them. I've never in my <laughs> life read about horse placement theory. <laughs> and yeah, I haven't book. either. Have y'all ever opened a book? That I have. Just apparently horses, not these books. Horses were brought by the by the Europeans. Hold on, are horses horses American? Horses did not exist in the Great Plains. It says horses are native to North America. No, forty five million year old fossils of Eohippus. Now we're the modern it. horses' ancestor evolved in North America, survived in Europe and Asia, and returned with the Spanish explorers. So they're saying they found some fossils 45 million years ago. I'm just talking about in the last year. Uh, I got you. Yeah, because we, we, we don't even know the Earth was 45 million years ago. Well. So this goes back to like the singular continent theory or whatever that thing is sure. called. But the, the Europeans brought the Spain The Spanish mm. brought them. That's so like the Great Plains, like when you watch the movie, when you watch the movie Dances with Wolves and they're riding the horses chasing after the buffalo, they didn't have the horses till the Europeans came. 
Continental drift theory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where it all that kind of drives from. Continental drift. So horses are from Portugal and Spain. Is there a theory in that? But surely zebras are connected. Just scientific. What? So is there a theory in that, or is that really? There is continental drift theory. Yeah. Yeah, the idea that like at one point all the land masses on the earth were were connected, and then they. Well, if you look at a map, it sure looks like they were. I mean, it just it just seems like South America fits nicely into Africa. But then yeah. there's that. But I'm just saying, with all these animals, there's a connection. Mm-hmm. So they're cousins. And when the flood happened, <clears throat> they all went apart. There it is. Anyway. Right, so we still had to answer the question. Yeah, no, I haven't answered the question, I guess. What If you could merge two animals to create the ultimate animal, what two animals would it be? First of all, I don't know. What about like a shark and a gorilla? Well, how's it going to live? I don't know. If the gorilla got gills. Gorilla got gills. That is this. I don't know how to. <laughs> I'm not even going to think about this. I don't know, There's man. no point even thinking about this. I don't know. I don't know. I like My brain doesn't want to <laughs> even acknowledge this. I think it's bad enough that donkeys and mules are out there mating. Apparently. Or whatever. Allegedly. Horses and mules or horses whatever. Mules. Horses and donkeys. Horses and mini horses. You haven't seen the unicorns? And mules. What? 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 You haven't seen the unicorns? Where would I see a unicorn, John? Where would one <laughs> you see You haven't one? heard about that? Never mind. Don't worry about About it. unicorns? Yeah. About about uh, them trying to recreate. Oh, who the, is them? Who is they? Yeah. Uh, the scientists. I don't know people. Who they are, need to be. They're making the whole, the thing on the. Yeah, head? they're trying to. They're trying to make. What trying do you to make, Pretty what much you, make a unicorn if it hasn't already been for made, what? So. I, don't, I don't know. To say we can. Yeah. To say what is, what is the horn thing made out of? Ivory, like an elephant. First of all, I elephants no are real smart. Elephants are pretty intelligent. Ooh, what if you had like an <laughs> elephant and a donkey? For what though? What would you call that? Elephant. <laughs> <laughs> a donkey <and> fit. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh yeah, no. Nope. Yeah. Um Yeah, no, yeah. I think Yeah, that's, I mean that's yeah, I mean I don't really know what is an I would elk do. wait, hold on. An elk? I wonder what the difference between a reindeer and an elk is. Is reindeer's real, right? Yes. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Yes, reindeers are real. Reindeers I mean, like, are real. Rudolph ain't. But. So it's like elk. Is a elk? Is a reindeer a mix between like an elk and a deer? No, they're all different species of stuff. <sighs> Interesting. You got elk, and then you got them. What are them big up uh, mooses? Yeah, mo- have you ever mooses, seen mooses a moose up close? Moose in the woods and mooses. The the moose meese? are big, bro. Meese is meese. Is that plural for moose? No, it's moose. It's moose is moose. You know, singular and plural. You know how the American language is. So anyway, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Which I guess that would be English. American. <laughs> American you say English. geese, but you don't say meese. That's just dumb. Yeah, no, I it's agree. Illogical. What's a flock of uh, geese? A gaggle. Gaggle. A gaggle of geese. Why can't we just say flock? Why can't all birds be a flock? Why do we got to start using more stupid words like gaggle? <laughs> where people think we're kidding. <laughs> a flock of, uh, uh, what is it? What is that bird? The crow. Flock of crows. Does that have a name? It's a murder. See, murder that's stupid. Crows? That's just ludicrous. That is just dumb. <laughs> not doing this. We should be on a committee to redo the English language where it makes sense. 
and then force everyone to adhere to it. I agree. By military force. <laughs> <laughs> and that uh, starts Justin's political presidency. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. Mm. Yep. If you're ever going to run for office, now now would be the time. Policy is. You got to be mayor well, we first. People would get behind that. Redoing the language. I'm going to, my big thing is I'm going to, I don't think I'm going to get the old people vote, but I'm going to make, sh- I'm going to make everyone have to retake their driver's test every five years. <laughs> we'll pay for it, but you got to take it. <laughs> you know? Well, I, you know, I think that's something somebody could get behind. Speaking of my driver's license is about to expire. I got to go get a uh, new driver's do license. Do it online, bro. You... No, you have to go in for that. I don't think so. I, we tried. We looked. We I couldn't get it renewed from the, from the site. We have to go in for it. They probably that's think all. you're. Crazy terrorist or something. Yeah. Well, if you made it to the end of the podcast today, we're so glad that you did. Um, Go check out the series. Taking ground. If you missed any of it, <laughs> this Sunday we started the new series, Sushi, oh. Sushi Sex and Subtitles. Sex. Oh, we're doing that back again. Back again. Oh, that's like year three, ain't it? Or year, four? Yeah, yeah round three. three. This is year three, so this yeah. is round three. Oh, it's it's highly uh, asked for every year, according to people. <laughs> It's one of, yeah, it's people's favorite series. One hey, of them. People love sushi and sex and <laughs> subtitles, I guess. People people like a good relationship series and uh you just yeah, you it's gotta helpful. you gotta give them what they uh what they need. Gotta give the people what they want, you know? Not, not all the time, but you know. Anyways. It was Justin, a good series last time. Yeah. Oh yeah. Some it's good, good relationships messages and stuff in there. Right. We're talking about marriage and relationships and singleness too. Oh. Single, dating, dating all that marriage. Yeah. Those are the three we're going to hit. Boom, chicka, boom, boom. Uh, Justin, if they want more information on the church and the Imagine campaign or any of that stuff. Yes, transformationchurch.com. You can find anything that your little heart desires about us is on there. And if it's not, then uh, maybe it's on Instagram or Facebook. Maybe. At Transformation Pensacola. At Transformation Pensacola or YouTube. We have a YouTube uh, channel. If you haven't liked or subscribed and all those things, subscribe, click the little bell that does something. Notifications uh, Rate, on. review if you're listening on the podcast. Share all it with that. your buddies. Do Yeah. Just do the things. Do the things. All right. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in. Yes. Catch you all next week for another week, another sermon, another follow-up podcast. Later. 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 Thanks for tuning in to the Transformation Church weekly follow-up podcast. It would mean so much to us if you would subscribe, like, and review us on iTunes. You get double points if you show love by sharing it with your friends. Don't forget, you can follow Pastor Brad and Pastor Justin on Instagram and Twitter at at bradlivingston underscore and at Oswald underscore. Tweet them your questions and comments or email them to us at followup at transformationchurch.com. And for more information on Transformation Church, visit us online at mytc.life and on Instagram and Facebook at Transformation Pensacola.